You made it. I'm here. You're here. Yeah. Here's my question, and this is what I texted you. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you leave 10, 15 minutes earlier? Well. Because of the construction you told me about. No. Near your neighborhood. No. And now you're 10, 15 minutes late. It's not the construction. There's, there's various things going on here. There's a lot of things happening here. Uh, first of all, the main thing was I couldn't get up earlier than 9 a.m. today. Because I fell asleep at 3, and I wanted 6 hours of sleep. Less than 6 hours of sleep, you know what I'm doing? I'm just bleeding for no reason out of my nose and eyes and stuff. And, on top of that, recent relocation. (laughs) And uh, now I'm even more in no man's land in this dumb area downtown where there's literally no subway access. And uh, I, I just couldn't leave. I had a half an hour when I could leave, so I had to buy... My coffee, make sure I had that. Had to buy a treat. I had to buy a treat. I can't go on public transit, like, with no coffee on an empty stomach. I'll start crying in front of everybody. I, uh, what else? Um, I think that where you live is, is far from me. I don't understand why you haven't just booked a room at a library closer, more equidistant between our two places that we live. Like a private room at a university library where we can do this. And, uh, frankly, I just don't have my shit together. <laughs> Up to that last <laughs> sentence, I was going to say, you sound, you sound terribly like the adults on the Peanuts cartoons. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. You know, actually, I found that that's like a huge problem <laughs> in my act and stuff. Or even, I feel especially if I like have a legitimate complaint that's like about something that's hurt, actually physically hurting me. And the way, I always think the way that I phrase it to people sounds like the Peanuts adults and they can't help me and don't understand what's happening. And they zone out. They zone out, yeah. And then they're kind of mad. <laughs> that, like, they can't pay attention to another human. So they're sort of resenting me. <laughs> that just sounds like our dynamic. Yeah. <laughs> or our texting. I feel like you've probably been through some of that thing where, like, you are, like, trying to voice how much some, like, your hand is caught in a door and you're trying to tell some people and they just ignore you. I don't know why I picture that, but. Yeah, it, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Flailing arms constantly in my head. God. Sometimes you just want to hit an old person. With a car. Where, where did that come from? Well, I mean the anger. In me. yeah, well, yeah, yeah. No, and wait, I shouldn't. I shouldn't say that. I mean, I'm never going to do that, but I would hate to have that used against me in a court. I never want to go to court. Can we get to the subject? Today's interview. Why we're here? That brought us together. We're back here. Welcome back to the Danko Jones pod, official Danko Jones podcast. This episode, uh, we did a few months ago. Let's be honest. Let's be real. uh, Right after New Year's, I believe. This one's in the can. Yeah, it's been in the can for a while. Um, I was slow with uploading a lot of podcasts due to the pre-production of our album, which is still underway and very excited about. But um, because I had anticipated this kind of podcast shutdown, we, um, we gathered a whole bunch of podcasts and we readied them for uploads like a spring day like today. So this was done in the winter with Sean Cullen. Comedian Sean Cullen, appearance number two. Yeah, he was here a year and a half ago. And uh, what can we say? We're huge fans of Sean. Sean is somebody who I saw very early on when I was doing stand-up in Toronto. And I probably mentioned this last time in an intro. But 
And it was, I remember very distinctly seeing Corky and the Juice Pigs twice in one day. I believe you mentioned that on the episode to him. Yeah. And I can see how you kind of get off on the fact that during this episode and the last episode, you and Sean, especially this one, uh-huh. you both of you are just kind of going tete-a-tete, just kind of this... Um, uh, Comedy talk? Yeah. Just, oh, God. Uh, Turning it into one of those podcasts, right? Shop talk? No, no, no. Not oh, shop talk, good. but you, you guys are just... Um, uh, freewheeling it all the way for the first ten minutes. It's it's uh, y- it's hard to keep up with you guys, especially when I'm trying to like engineer the podcast. But, but that's all, Sean. I mean, you know, it's all comedian freewheeling, backroom, dressing room talk. Which uh, well, is it, is it like nice. riffing? Are we riffing? Yeah, you yeah. guys are riffing. But I think when you're around Sean Cullen, yeah, a lot of riffing does take place. I yeah, think. you know, it's it's really weird. There's, I don't actually do that very much. You know, it's very hard to get in, like, a comfortable zone, even as a comic, where you're, like, ha-ha, like, laughing it up with your buddies, you know, your friend comedians. But certain comics can draw that out of you for whatever reason. Sean is good at that, you know. Um, there's some other guy. <laughs> there's some other guy who's good at that. <laughs> Sean and other guy. Other man. Uh, no, I actually, Mark Little from uh, Picnic Face and Mr. D and stuff, I always find, like, I I never do, like some kind of weird character joke or running joke around people except with Mark it's like fun to do I don't get meanwhile put me next to like Tim Gilbert or Chris Locke some of my better friends in comedy and it's like you know we're like mostly just talking about how we uh, want to die and fall in a well speaking of Gets a little downcast on the podcast. Today. Yes, okay. Yes. Should be called a downcast um, on the podcast. This is actually a very interesting podcast with Sean because yeah. um the first time we had him on, you know, it was more of a kind of an introductory kind of episode. This one I felt he was a little more comfortable with you and I yeah. in this setting here mm-hmm. at my place. Oh, Denko, hello. And Hi. I'm Sean Cullen. That's almost spot on. Thank you. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> You're um, listening to the Danko Jones podcast. This is Alec Baldwin, and I just wanted to say I did not bike backwards on that street. <laughs> Holy smokes. <laughs> yeah. You got any other ones you got to get out before uh, I, we continue let me see, on? Let me see. Alec Baldwin. Sean I'm, Cullen. I feel like I did do a half-decent impression recently of somebody, but, I mean, I could try to do a Todd Perry impression, but I don't know. How good it is. Anyways, so Sean uh, was on the podcast, and he, uh, you know, the one thing he made mention of was his material is, um, you know, pretty straightforward. Not straightforward, but it's delivered. um, How would you say? How would you describe it? I would, I mean, I would say that Sean's style is more uh, absurd, and because of that, it's not as easy. Rarely personal. Right. It's not easy to tell what's going on with him, what he's really like necessarily, because he's really just up there kind of and freewheeling. We were, and and he know. was comfortable enough to kind of uh, let it all hang loose, uh, as you will hear on the podcast. Uh, the one thing we did make mention, and I've said this before, I, ne- I feel... Like, I, I never throw any guest under the bus on this podcast. I never, just for the 
just to make sure that you know we get as many listeners and juicy details. You never left murder in. a guest, no, by putting them up in front of a bus or and then under the bus. Yeah, which is better than I in never front of a bus. Undermine a guest. I'm always on their side if they have a problem with what they said. I, I try to keep the conversations as loose as possible. But yeah. during a loose conversation, you know things get said that maybe you don't want a lot of people to hear about or know right. about. Um, in this situation. Uh, you were the one who said, hey, Sean, let's, you know, we can cut this stuff mm-hmm. out if you want. Because it was kind of getting personal. And he didn't, Yeah, he didn't mind. He actually liked it because it was showing another side of himself. That yeah, which is, you know, I think it's really seen. cool. And I think it's a great, I mean, you know, Sean is like a thoughtful person. And, and you know, he, I think he is really emo- emotional in a way. So it's kind of neat seeing that side uh, in the, in the podcast rather. And it was great, you know, hearing him talk about that. Although I feel for him because I think like, as we said, he's one of my favorites. He's always been nice. And so, you know, it's always weird. I can't imagine like if I were a dad, if I had to take care of a bunch of kids, dead kids, that's where we'd be at for you. Kids would die. Under you, under my care, under your supervision. Pets I can handle. I'll dog sit for anyone. If you live in Catman somewhere, and I can take care of your pets, I'll move, go there and do that. This funny is you mention that because you were talking about that off the mic. You will be dog sitting for somebody shortly. I am sort of dog sitting for someone right now. Although I'm actually sort of the second dog sitter, and the dog is currently away. Like I, all I have to do is like maybe if the dog sitter does something wrong uh, or misses a feeding, I'll just put them, some food out for this little little pup. But nor I can I can walk your dog, I can pet your cat, take care of your cat, especially if you live in like Spain. I know that you don't have that much money, but I'll I'll eat the airfare. Would plants die under your care? No, I actually watered a plant today. My friend told me water the plant every couple of days. I've been watering it every couple of days, so they might die. But you know, I would probably I would attempt to water it. My whole thing is like get shit done, but don't do it right. And you are <laughs> living at other people's places. Yeah, I'm living the uh, in other humans' lives, basically. I'm, like, treating the world like... Um, a giant motel. No, I was going to say, like, uh, like an abandoned set or something. You know, it's like I broke into an Ikea. <laughs> I'm just sleeping in, like, one of the... You're squatting, basically. Yeah, that was what I said yesterday. I'm, 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 I was doing a show, and I said, I'm at this... I'm, I squat in... Uh, I sleep in a children's... A child's bed who, whose name I don't know. Like, I don't even know the kid's name. <laughs> you know, it sounds like a joke. But <laughs> well, I'm actually not sleeping in the how kid's bed. How true is it? Oh, okay. So but there are a... children's bed, and I don't know the children's names. But yeah, what's the next move? Back to L.A., I say. Why does talk, even as far as someone, someone else, go back to you in L.A.? <laughs> We were uh, talking about Sean Cullen. We were talking about Sean Cullen. Let's let's wrap it into Sean again. Anyways, this was a great um, episode with Sean. Um, it's really fun having him. And he's, as you will hear and you heard on the first podcast, he is a very, very, very funny man. Um, we uh, He hosted the Writers Guild Awards a couple of weeks ago. He was really amazing. Oh, wow. And uh, just a great host and a really world-class talent, you know, and, and uh, did the, does a voice of... Brainless on Oh No, lots of other voices and stuff. He's, you know, all over Canadian television, essentially. Dino Dan. Dino Dan. I mean, just everything. He's really got almost carte blanche in a weird way. And like yeah. Canadian TV, you'll hear his voice. You'll see him host things, you know. 
Yeah, it's it's um, it's definitely a feather in the cap to have uh, Sean Cullen almost part of the Black Coffee Brigade. One more appearance, close enough. And yeah. he also has the respect, well, you know, especially in the U.S. I think he's really, uh, you, know, uh, you know, especially in Los Angeles where he spent a lot of time. I think a lot of comics really appreciate him. You know, you can always hear him on the Doug Benson podcast. I think he's been on Comedy Bang Bang before. You know, most of the time when podcasts come to town. He uh, is part of them, you know, whether it was Matt Berry, I think, and uh, no, not, I think when even the, the guys from Mighty Boosh were here, uh, Rich Fulcher and Matt Berry were here. Oh, wow. And he was the moderator for that. And yeah. Wow. So that's pretty heavy, man. I mean, yeah, Sean is in there, you know, and uh, I hope he and I'm sure he will just continue to be because he's actually as sharp as ever. You have to say something now. It's your podcast. Well, let's start it. Okay. The Tango Joe's podcast is the best around. They play the kiddies, Tango School, I'll tell them for free. I'm sad, glad I like to stop time. Jimmy in from Fuck Down. Stop playing Hang Down Down. We got Sean Cullen back on the podcast. It is, uh, uh, again, an honor to have Sean on. And uh, the first time you were on was a year ago, or a year and a half ago. Jeez. And since that time, both Nick and I um, have been on your podcast. Mm, it's Individually. Gone well. It's gone well. Are you happy about that? Yeah, I'm it was happy. a blast. I enjoyed it. I loved uh, it. I'm, I'm glad. I'm ripping open a banana right now. Yeah, you have a celebration every free. year and a half. I open a banana <laughs> and remember that magic time we the had together. Potassium ritual, you know. Oh, potassium rich food. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's tremendous. Yeah, yeah. I just remember um, reading the book Thinner by Stephen King. Go on. And he's dying and he's basically starving to death. Have you ever, you know, the story? I know the story. Yeah, he's yeah, cursed by it. a gypsy woman. As we this all, is all are. very, yeah. um, very PC. But he's cursed <laughs> by a Roma lady. Yes. Right. And Imani. she's losing, uh, he keeps losing weight and losing weight, and he keeps carrying around bags of un oranges and uh, bananas mm -hmm. to get his potassium level up to keep his heart going. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I've always thought of him when I eat a banana. So that was very cinematic, probably, in the film, with just oh, this guy bagging a net bag full of, <laughs> of oranges and bananas. Because I remember that was one That's of those. so suspenseful. <laughs> Stephen King movies are kind of like, they kind of have this Woody Allen-like trajectory, you know, where it's like, at some point... Okay, just some, buy that the guy's... <laughs> you know, like, He's starving to death, all right? <laughs> Someone should do, like, a sleepwalkers mixed with, like, small-time crooks double okay. bill, because they're like... Okay. Okay, just okay. Pets come back from the dead. This is the premise. Buy it, and then we'll move on. We're gonna introduce the idea of Edward Furlong's hair into this, uh, into the, this one. We think that'll cover up any holes in the plot. For sure, things. for sure. Haunted cars seem to come haunted back to Stephen King a lot. But this is the thing about Stephen King. Somehow, when you read his books, it's all yeah. I get it. I'm in, and right. it's amazing. Um, well, so what's well. 
Jeez, what happened? I don't know. I just you lost your sh- shit. <laughs> it's you know? crazy. The night is dark and full of terrors. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, how many kings is that now? Six. <laughs> That's mine. <laughs> I like the hound. I love the hound. That guy is wonderful. And the character is actually really interesting in the book, too. There's a little His bit face more is burned. His face is burned, and he's a great actor who's, like, gigantic. And if you see him on, there's some footage on YouTube of him, like, <laughs> Singing blues rock in New Orleans. That's kind of it's bizarre. Yeah, this is my life. This is like being on tour. What do you mean? Listening to you guys talk about a show I've been seeing. Yeah, this is just you listening when to JC and life is a show you haven't seen. <laughs> yeah, man. When Breaking Bad was happening, when it was winding down, I wasn't. I had to stay away from everybody while they watched the new thing and the new episode, and then I had to. So, what are you like a Gremlins guy? No, well, they, you know, I'm just so out of it when, when it comes to some of these things that I have to catch up. So I have been catching up with Breaking Bad, but now I have to, ca- I see that I have to catch up with Boardwalk well, you could just You could just live your life, you know? <laughs> you really could. I've been watching, uh, I don't know, I've moved into an apartment, so I have a phone, I have no TV, really. Yeah. I have a TV, but it's a web TV, so I just get Netflix and stuff. So I'm getting Pretty back awesome. and doing that. And I'm watching Fringe. Fringe is another show. I absolutely loved it. It's a, it's yeah. a great show. How many how many seasons? Five. And it's it on ended. season five. Yeah, it's over now though. It ended. Uh, oh, just okay. in Season five. So oh, okay. you, you it's can... pretty much uh, across the boards like a good show though. Season to season, would you say? Sometimes I worry. Yeah. Well, you know the the problem is like say something. I used to love. Um, I used to love Battlestar Galactica, the new Battlestar Galactica. Oh, yeah, but every yeah. once in a while, they'd have an episode that was just like you're just like. No, you have to have 23 episodes in this yeah. season. Yeah. And so you're just kind of wandering around one of the ships uh, yeah. investigating a gambling or something. <laughs> and you're like, I don't really want to, Why don't we get back to the real story? <laughs> yeah. And uh, so that they don't have many shows like that. Yeah. They managed to integrate a lot of great stuff. And you know who's in it is Richard Harris's son. Oh, what's um, his name? You know who I mean? Uh, I he's in Mad be- Men and strangles himself. He plays Lane. and I had no idea that was Richard Harris's son. Yeah. I, I, and he was in wow, the that's crazy. Sherlock Holmes. He's Moriarty. I didn't. Holmes. I didn't even know that. That's that guy is a really good actor, oh. and he has that great part in Mad Men. He's actually one of the best actors in, in Mad Men. I thought one of the most interesting characters when his dad just hits him with the cane. The cane. Or whatever. Yeah, and he's like he's dating a Playboy bunny, <laughs> a black <laughs> girl, and the father comes over to see him and just says, "You can't do this," and then mm. beats him with a cane. Yeah, and it and somehow makes him seems stop it. It it's seemed to crazy. represent like Britishness <laughs> of some sort of. Well, at that the point, they were still the... very separate. Yes, you know, yeah. and now it's the world is like mm-hmm. cosmopolitan. Like, Everything's gone crazy. Everything's <laughs> lost its borders. It's Welcome. bleeding into one another. Where are potassium now? Welcome That's to the prejudiced uh, official Danko Jones podcast, <laughs> where we're just. I think we've got to turn back the clock. I'm not even saying I was going like, to stop at Three's Company. No, I'm not, I was not saying American Civil War. Yeah. I'm going back to like. A thousand BC, yeah, where people just died. Ninety percent of the population <laughs> building me gigantic uh, stone blocks, yes, yes. houses. Can you imagine me as a slave? I oh, would have been. You would have been great. You, you know what? So? You would have been. You would have been an overseer. You would have been <laughs> beating you, really? your own. Yeah, for sure. You would have <laughs> found you. a way to kind of like I'd make be, people work for you. <laughs> right. You'd be the. Uh, you'd be the. Uh, what was that guy's name? Edward uh, G. Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> hey there, dance, you mud turtles. I'd love to be like that. That yeah. would be great. Yeah, you know who he's I mean? a, He's from, an influence. Yeah, yeah. Ten yeah. Commandments. Yeah, he's an influence, isn't he? <laughs> oh, for sure. Edward, Edward G. Robinson. Now that you, <laughs> you, you dropped his name. I, I can do one voice. I can see him. Like, I can see him. Hey, 
How's it going, everybody? <laughs> That's amazing. It's Thank uncanny. You can do Steve-O from Jackass. Did you, did you go into the other, the next universe and just grab Pull that one out? <laughs> I think so. the guy in the next universe <laughs> is better at impressions. <laughs> I bet. Imagine there was actually, like, I, right now I was just trying to live. Like, I'd heard that in the alternate universe there was, like, a really good, successful version of me. And I was just like, I'm just reaching for that in this universe. I know. And you're never going to have it. I might. I have faith. I don't think. Going to Los I Angeles, think your faith I'll is die. Do you think I'll die in Los Angeles? No. Do you think no I'll die? No one cry? dies in Los Angeles. Nobody has ever died there for sure. Except for Marilyn. Yeah. True. Jane. Good point. Jane. Any if you're busty. You're your done. Days, your Jane, Wyatt, Jane, uh, Jane Mansfield. <laughs> Loham. <Like> decapitated. <laughs> decapitated. She was dick cap- decapitated in the car. Crash. Yeah, it's great. with uh, she was like in the had just joined the Church of Satan or something. Yeah, who hasn't? I am constantly just joining the Church of Satan and then canceling it with the 24-hour thing. You yeah, know, you, can, like, you can step back. <laughs> yeah. you can take, it's, it's kind of a, what is it, a cool-down, what is that what they call it? <laughs> no, cool-down clause? Yeah, the cool-down clause. Yeah. Once you've cooled down a bit. Yeah, you're the, like, hey, this is a really good idea. <laughs> no gonna, way, Now that I've thought about it, Satan seems like a non-sympathetic character for me. <laughs> Have you ever read Master and Margarita? No. Well, is it is it by uh, Jimmy Buffett? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, actually basically just Anton uh, Buffett. The song "Cheeseburger in Paradise" translated to Russian. Oh my god, it's, it's, that's amazing! I was just in Niagara Falls, and we, there was like a giant, uh, giant Margaritaville Jimmy Buffett restaurant that I did not go to, but I kind of wish I had. It was a Jimmy Buffett themed restaurant. I just had a yes. thought that wow. if the w- women ever. Had a professional baseball, uh-huh. you know, you'd be the San, but and if there was teams, uh-huh. you know, you'd have like the uh, San Francisco Giants, right? And then their sister team would be the San Francisco Vagiants. Oh <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that came to me, but it really I'm made me laugh it for came a second. To you. <laughs> Vagiants. It came to you. I'm trying to think. Vagiants. And then if China had a sister. That's a good that's a good giant. That's a good band name. Yeah, there is. I'm trying to. I feel, I feel like. Were the, you in Niagara Falls for a band? For no, a show? I was like Giant Festival. <laughs> I was there for the Vagiant Festival. You know. Yeah, well, they have that big statue of a giant <laughs> out in front of the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum. They actually show the, the biggest woman in the world. <laughs> right. It's a wax museum. Yeah, it's made yeah. out of wax. Yes, yeah. it's made of wax a big and giant. There's a haunted house that takes place in a vagina. <laughs> the haunted vagina. <laughs> yeah, and then you know. They show the movie Giant starring James Dean, directed with the great Gorge Stevens. And, and they all giant-related... Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's the movie projector shaped like? Oh, it's not a even... Huge it, uh, what does a music, movie, music, movie projector smell like? <laughs> Musty, <laughs> slick. <laughs> it's all about the two minutes of me accidentally saying music instead of movie and then backtracking before getting to a smelly <laughs> vagina joke that I think really... Horrifying. <laughs> ...will not guarantee that not making it in the podcast. I'm, I'm sorry. We're not allowed to say bad words in the podcast. No, we, we can say as many bad words as but we want. Why would you? Why you resort to that? Why say cack? Why say penis on your face? <laughs> why with say diaper in your hair? Dongs or chooch or uh, well, I mean, Sean's, flower. Sean's here for a second time. Thanks, yes. Sean. Thank you. And did uh, you appreciate the formlessness of uh, our I, visit today? I love it. Oh, well, on the I other hand, it. Sean's podcast is your podcast is great. Is is it? 
It's a little it? regimented. It's, it's more <laughs> regimented is? than this. Well, I you think know, it's more bite we have size. three segments where yeah. the yeah. first segment is just me meandering and then occasionally doing a little sketch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The second section and is And it's all improv, right? Yeah. And then we do usually do a scene of some kind where um, it's like uh, awkward family conversations where, for example... There's a boy who's with his dad, and the and the boy's like 21, and he's like, "Well, we've decided to abort you. We should have done it earlier, <laughs> certainly, but why wait? Why yeah. like we've made a mistake, and you know we think we'd like to get that back. So go. that sort of thing. So it's not nice. There's a lot of meanness to it, um, but it's said with a, a smile. All love, always all with love. love, love and dreams. And it's on uh, Sirius XM? It's super Sirius XM. <laughs> Isn't it also Sirius. like involved with like a podcast network? Or oh, something? well, yeah, yeah. we have the Pod Almighty. The Pod Almighty Podcast Network. Yeah. So yeah. you took it from like live Rivoli tapings? Well, into yeah, but it's so studio. unwieldy. The problem is that, you know, you find is trying to get someone to commit to coming in on a nighttime mm-hmm. show that's live. Right. And it's much more. Well, user friendly, just to say, show up at one o'clock at my house, or yeah. you know, yeah. you know, it's it's easier to pre-tape it and all that. Yeah, but we still do live ones. We did a we do a, we just did a Christmas one where, and the live ones are more like I have my uh, friend, my co-pilot Mark Edwards, who's a really funny guy. And yeah, he plays piano and he's a great <laughs> improviser on the piano. So we have people come in with. Like we give them a little slip of paper and they write ideas for songs. When this Christmas one was all Christmas carols, and we would make up Christmas carols basically for the hour and a half, and it gets stupid. (laughs) That's it gets really weird. That's and that's like that kind of improvising stuff like that on the fly in terms of like song ideas. Have you done you've done that before, right? Yeah, is that, all the time. Is that, that, like, is that like really satisfying for you? It is incredibly yeah. satisfying. Yeah. I really enjoy doing that. I don't know. I like making things up. Yeah, uh, and it's kind of cheating because you should probably work harder and uh, craft things. But on but the do other you hand, find is that is that your stand up is it. Is it like a mixture of that, or is well, it like a bit of a? Well, what happens is I yeah. can't sell yeah. me going on to like the Conan show and improvising for eight minutes. That's right. where I run into problems. <laughs> yeah, where I can't count on them having faith in me to be able to do that. So right. I have to go and I have to write material, or like mm-hmm. if I get for just for laughs, I was just there. I had to write material. Right. I remember when you were running all that stuff, and I'm just yeah. doing it over and over and hoping it's funny. But for me, it's not as. Live and not as uh, satisfying as. But was that eight minutes you wrote? Was that? Did you get a chance to like um, do it in front of us? A warm up? Oh yeah, well I did it like repeatedly for like Uh, two or three weeks before the festival. I was going through. It was an awesome time because my wife had just decided to split up with me, and I was working on new material. It was awesome. So I was (laughs) like, okay, I'm trying to be funny and weep. Right at the same time, yeah. But uh, on the other hand, it could yield some some great stuff, great humor. Well, I th- and you know, I'm trying to figure out. People don't really want to hear about what I'm really living. I, d- I don't think that's what they like about me. I think they like I process I it, do, and it comes out in other ways. Right. But as a performer, I don't think they really want to know about me as a person. That which is kind of weird, and I think it's one of the reasons why I haven't done better or am not more widely successful because. People don't know who I am. Yeah, people don't like. People love uh, Lucky Louis. They love Louis C.K. because Mm -hmm. it's about his life, and they can relate to it. You know, Mm -hmm. or or, you know, Larry David or whoever. Mm -hmm. And I kind of talk about squirrels and not hiding (laughs) and farming, and you know, it doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Nobody wants. No one gets inside my life. But you know, 
I'm just trying to figure out if it's funny or not because I just feel sad about it. But right. then I think my wife says she wanted to leave, uh-huh. but she's in my house and I left. Right. So this is how weird it gets. <laughs> like, wait a minute. I was, you said I'm leaving and that meant I left. Yeah. And then you like my things, <laughs> which I got, but not me around them. You, you would, if I had not been around the things, things right. would have been much better for you. Yeah, you should have just, the whole thing just, just like sort of made some deal where just, here's, she should have married your stuff. And, well, and, and, this is the and, thing. And, if, eventually, yeah. if I could have introduced her to a suite of furniture <laughs> uh, that she might have enjoyed. But I don't, just don't understand. You get married and it's all these things that say, for better, for worse, sickness and in health, all of these things. And then someone just says, you know, uh, I, we had money trouble. I hate you now. And you're like, wait a minute. Whoa, this is not, this is in the, in the, in the program. This yeah. is, this is at the beginning. They mentioned this, right? But anyway, <laughs> so, I, think, I think society has uh, a fascination with uh, the honeymoon stage of the, the honeymoon stage of relationships and weddings and all uh, that. But nobody focuses on when all that's swept aside. And sure. It's real now. Nobody Re- living everybody. with your children, raising kids, being tired, uh, <laughs> being so tired all the time, yeah. and it is hard. But people used to just deal with it, and, and there was no one t- saying to you all the time on TV or right. in songs or mean. in everything like, "Hey, you should be happy all the time." Right. Hey, you should be. There's a great contentment in the world, and other people are experiencing it, and you're not. But right. you know, beyond even that, I think that a big thing that happens now is is um, this idea that no matter who you are, no matter what you do, what you're doing is great for you because you're you. You know what I mean? That like I feel like that's a big thing where people go, "No man, I understand that you point. cheated, and that made sense actually if you think about it." You know, you need to get these hand jobs because you're a hard working man. Well, people justify, people can justify any kind of behavior. You know, like, and and I think, and I think that the idea of um, someone, you know, there's all of these different levels of stakes that we fucking go through in relationships where somebody bails, right? That's like, and and it can be when you're like, because you're depressed for like a, a month or something, you know, and they're like, I can't handle it, you know? Or, or because of well, money, you know? Here's, like, my mo- here's my mom. Here's my mom. Here's my mom. <laughs> She's here. My mom lived with my dad, yeah. and they were married for 50 years. Yeah. No, not 50 years. I mean, it was like 40 years, mm-hmm. long time. Mm-hmm. He was like, had an alcoholic. He had, he had, you know, he was not the easiest man to live with. But she didn't mm-hmm. go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, you just, those people don't exist anymore. Yeah. And like nowadays you're like, oh, this hurts, I have to stop. Mm. Like any kind of discomfort. This yes. is what I've experienced yeah. in my personal any kind of discomfort is completely outrageous. Yeah. Well, I think people have to I I I think that people should get away from that kind of um, uh, darkness. Yeah, yeah that get marriage it. setup. I get that, but they yeah, go yeah. to the, 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 it's to the, the extreme, extreme where it's, it's like meaningless. One yeah. small little thing, and then yeah, clink in the armor, and you're you're you got to change it. But don't we want to have sex with everything? Well, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, what you learn, you know, sure, some, point you some people do there, that. Yeah, yeah but yeah. So, you know, but I, I just think that the, but, the depth and the like. The understanding you gain from knowing one person and committing to them and being there in that mm-hmm. thing, you learn so much about yourself yeah. from that. 
And but, people don't want to know that. But that that period of a relationship with between two people, it, it's all about the beginning and the end. It's never about the, the the second act of a relationship. No one ever tells you or can instruct you about that. Yeah, though. well, that's the problem. is because no one can instruct you, then you've got this thing which is just like, well, Richard, Richard Pryor's joke, right? And he actually says it about men and not women where he goes like, fuck it then. You know, that's what we're like. We're just like, fuck it then. You know, like if one shit gets weird and it's like, and, I, and maybe we are like that if a woman comes to you with some sort of a problem where they go, you know, I don't know what to do about your whatever, insert their thing here, and then you go, you know what, fuck it. I'll go away to my apartment. You can hang out with my things, you know. Well, it's just I'll leave the country. My experience was just that, you know, we had two kids. It got very hard. That's a lot of work. Yeah. And then you just, uh, it became... Don't I don't like to be talked to in the morning. This <laughs> I don't like to be touched or talked to in the morning. And then at night it'd be I'm very tired because uh, these kids are exhausting. I don't want you to touch me mm-hmm. or talk to me at night. So I was like, well, when is the time yeah. where we touch and talk to each other? <laughs> right. When is that? And that isn't just and it, and then I'm you know needy. I'm a needy man because I get no affection and I'm I'm wondering why yeah. no one likes me. Yeah. But you, if someone says, "Hey, buddy," says to your wife, "Hey, let's go out and do something fun," she's like, "Yes, I'm mm-hmm. totally into that." Mm-hmm. But then come home with no energy, and yeah. I go like, "Well, why? This is where this is this is." Um, this is what we signed up for. Right. You know, this is, yeah. I don't know. I, I guess insight. I've been told by my ex that I've gained a lot of insight. But my insight is that I should stay away from someone like you. That's my insight. <laughs> so I, I guess that's but That's what's good happening. insight. Yeah, it's great insight you, for, for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> and look, I'm like, an extremely motivated person. I create a lot of things. Yeah. I do things, I write books, mm-hmm. I do all that. I'm not the easiest man to live with. You probably fart. I shat myself <laughs> and then flung it on the walls. Yeah. But they I were mean, my walls that I paid for. You were doing method acting for Rocket Monkeys. Well, I shat and shat and shat. And uh, <laughs> I painted it, that painted the town brown. <laughs> I, I want a divorce based on the grounds of you having biological functions. <laughs> you shit so hard on the walls that I'm sick of it. I'm actually going through something very odd right now. Oh, you're pregnant. I am juniored up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Getting ready to spit something out of my butt. Nice. And uh, it's going to have two legs, two arms, oh. and a beating heart. And oh, my God. This I'm sounds gonna amazing. Name it, uh, but, uh, I'm going to name it Butt but Babe. Butt Baby. Butt Baby. Butt Baby. Baby. Oh. <laughs> what a cute little butt. So why did this turn into a therapy <laughs> session for people? I think it's, I actually I feel like bad. it. Because I think it did because you were actually, it started with you saying that you felt like your comedy was not necessarily as widely spread as it was because whatever that means but well, uh, I, I, you, you know haven't, you because you you, you know, and i think that right now there's a lot of there's a weird there's a lot of trendiness going on in comedy and it's 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 a, it's a, it's a weird playing field i feel like and i don't know if you feel this way too it's almost like in the 80s or in the early 90s where there was like one unified comedy voice it's just that the comedy it's voice it's become is like music it's now. fractured like yeah. the industry music industry yeah, there's has got niches. no center anymore yeah so there's no, niche there there's some niche stuff that's really wonderful but there's a lot of stuff that and, and actually Jason Rems was talking about this of all people there's this sort of generic nerd who gets it kind of thing that's going on podcasts there's po- well, yeah, but podcasts, I love them. You yeah, know? I know, but they, but they yeah. also appeal to, like, I go on a podcast, some yeah. podcasts. Nice. Like, I went on to, 
I, I was called at the last minute uh-huh. to do. Uh, What's the one with uh, Scott Ackerman? Uh, Comedy Bang Bang. Comedy Bang Bang. Yep. And they're doing a live show in Toronto at the yeah. Danforth Music Hall. And it's yeah. sold out. Yeah. And they call me at the last minute. And I've never, I've never listened to Comedy Bang Bang before. Yeah. So I get on there and I'm doing it. And I'm with like, I know these guys it's from like Paul, Lost, F. Tompkins Lost, and Paul F. Tompkins and I. Yeah. And, uh, and Scott. And we're just doing things. And, and I got so much negative Twitter afterwards because really? I didn't respect the podcast. And, uh, you know, you had a, one guy, I remember, said, you had a great opportunity being around amazing comics and you totally blew it. <laughs> Maybe that's why you're not more popular. And I was like, oh, my God, don't you want to send a horrible virus to thing his Twitter account? Yeah, and I'm just saying, like, this just breeds a lot of horrible meanness. Yeah. Like, and people own the podcast. Like, they right. say, the, the yeah. listeners own it and you can't fuck with it. Like, and don't, don't, you respect it. And I'm like, and people are saying, why don't you, you, you should, you know, if you're going to be on a podcast, maybe you should listen to it before you ever go on and it. You're like, and I said, I have, don't have time. One, I heard about it an hour before. Two. Yeah. yeah, but that was the whole point you. of podcasting. And three, you've known yeah. these, you've known these people do. for like so long. You've been, you were doing like I'm the not live, cowed by the them. live like, comedy, comedy death ray like yeah. ages ago, like just the show itself. And, you know, and actually in terms of, I think that the, the one world that uh, seems like really appreciative of you is a lot of these guys, like a lot of the, these people, people who have podcasts now and are like, and love your stuff. Well, you Doug know? Benson is yeah. a good friend of mine yeah. and, you know, and. I love those guys. I love the podcast too, but you know, it's just there is that kind of weird fandom. I think you're due for your WTF episode pretty soon. That's what I think. I personally would say, I would say, I did one. You did, but you did a live one. I'm talking about in Montreal. You got to sit down with me and talk about stuff. Because I think, because I think. And I think it takes a while sometimes for him. There's, there's, you know, uh, to 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 get on people. But I think it would be great, you know. And I think well, that- he and I, he loved, uh, he seemed to enjoy me on the show when uh, I was yeah. in Montreal. You were really funny on it. I remember yeah, actually that was weird. That. And then I did one. Yeah, that's the one I did. And I got to dig that one up. It's when was that? I when was that? It was in Montreal a year before. Uh, Jer- Jeremy Hotz on it? I don't remember if he was on yours or was Mike no, Wilmot on yours? Or was no. Was, so yours was the year before in twenty. It was, yours was twenty twelve. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, twenty twelve. Just for laughs, it would have been July. Uh, okay, well, yeah. around the time you were on our podcast. Yeah. Oh, oh podcast. Podsmast. Podsmast, guys. Yes. Well, well. <laughs> There's a certain way we say well. It seems like I've—I don't know. I feel like I've run into you like at least almost every month, you know, since this whole thing started. And and it's, I don't—I I have a, I have a good feeling ultimately for you. Well, I think that the hard—it seems like it's really hard. Are you, you know? using I can't it? Can't imagine. Are you, are you using it and turning it into your your uh, stand-up? Not really. I haven't really done, wanted to talk about. It. I feel like the thing is, yeah. I've been probably. Talking more about it on Twitter and like Facebook than yeah. I should be, but like I did kind of like a because it, I feel like that's what social media is kind of should be for, yeah, to get some Venting. support, not right. like just to you know, just Facebook like, definitely. I'm feeling is, like so. shit, yeah, and you know, stuff like, like it's that. like when when girl I see girls do this all the time. They do selfies and then all their girlfriends go. Hey, gorgeous. Yeah, I know. There's a big thing where a, a girl with, as long as her face isn't falling off, <laughs> exactly. you know, like, they'll be, like, so pretty. Wow. You know, I've just been trying gorgeous. to meet 
some nice people. And I've been going yeah. out and, you know, if someone says, would you, you like to go out? And, uh, yes. I'll say yes. I will yeah. go Good. out and talk to people. Well, I'll keep that and, in mind. Uh, you know, so if you, uh, <laughs> you know, I've been trying to just go out and perform because, you know, what I found was my life too is because I had to work so hard to mm-hmm. make money and to do, to take care of the family and all of that, I just became inverted. Like my whole life mm-hmm. became that and I would just want to go home. Yeah. Like I work and then I just want to go home. Mm-hmm. And now that's been taken away. Uh-huh. Someone said, you don't have that. Uh-huh. So now I'm just like, I should make friends. Hey, buddy, I and haven't I, talked to in three years. Well, <laughs> how's it going? I'm what are you a doing very tonight? outgoing person right. in that way. Like I, I would sit at home for hours and days watching TV. But and, I would hear stories about you, though. People like in the 90s being just like really outgoing and gregarious and having a lot of fun. I would hear tales of these things. Oh, my things. God. Yeah. Well, that's probably wrong. Well, then, I don't know. Well, I, I think I'm an out. I am a, I'm a sh- I'm a I'm a shy extrovert. Yes. I guess is what, is yeah. what right. I am. Right. But I mean, you have to kind of. I've, I in the past I've been coaxed out of my like I'd have to be coaxed out of the house. Yeah. But now I'm just like I should go and look at people well, because I'm sad. Sean, you know you have an open invitation well, onto the podcast. To be here. Well, uh, we're so happy to have you. Yes, mm. we we uh, welcome you every single time. I'm in love um, to be welcomed. So we'll see you in a year and a half. Okay, <laughs> at least. <laughs> Thanks, Sean. This is how it starts. Everything's fine. You're living the dream. Drinking the wine. The wine runs out. The sun goes down. The circus is calling. And you are the clown in a shitstorm. Yes, the shit's pouring down loud.